the city of the United Methodist Church and also our online streaming service. Um, if everybody would stand, uh, we're going to start um, our service out today with a hymn of insurance, assurance, He Leadeth Me, um, and that would be number 461. is the affirmation of faith if you remain standing it's psalm 65 and we'll be reading this responsibly lord await you O god in zion to you our vows will be fulfilled you when we were overwhelmed by sins you forgave our transgressions Answer us with awesome and righteousness, deed, righteousness deeds. O God our Savior, the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the forest sea, farthest seas. Who form the mountains by your power, and armed yourself with strength. Who stilled the roaring of the seas, the roaring of the waves, and the turmoil of the nations. The whole earth is filled with awe and wonders, where morning dawns and evening fades, you call forth songs of joy. You care for the land and the water and water it. You enrich it abundantly. The streams of God are filled with water to provide the people with grain. For so you have ordained it. You crown the year with your bounty and your carts overflow with abundance. The grass and the wilderness overflow. The hills are clothed with fires. The meadows are covered with flocks, and the valleys are mantled with grain. They shout for joy and sing. If you be seated now uh, for the announcements. Um, okay, we don't have many here. Uh, uh, Sidman, uh, Sunday, 1023, and that's, I guess, today, right? Yeah. Uh, there will be a TCBY meeting um, from 5 to 7, and uh, now the pastor has some announcements. Uh, next week, uh, you'll notice it says the presentation of the disaffiliation issue. 
during church. Instead of an announcement next week, I'll give the, uh, the, the, uh, the presentation on this disaffiliation service uh, 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 issue. Uh, you have very two important dates, probably, in the history of being a United Methodist. And that's one is next week, hearing what lies before you, the church. I have nothing to do with it. It's, it's what you decide to do. And the next week, November the 6th, besides being communion, it's when you're going to be voting on which direction does this church go in. And we'll explain the two directions to you next week. Now, to the people who are watching us on the Internet, you will not be part of this talk next week. You will be, we will broadcast everything up until we get to the, the pastor's perspective, and then you will be blanked out until we're ready to get back to the blessing and, and benediction. This, 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 this uh, talk is not something that I want to go out on the Internet. I found out yesterday from some of the men who were here at the uh, men's gathering at the 5 o'clock last night that uh, some of the people from Mount Olive is that the church up here? Mount Olive have left already because of this issue. They've changed denominations and gone to other denominations. You have a very important choice to make. Next week you'll hear the choices and the following week you'll vote on them. But you have a very important choice to make as to which direction you want this, this church. It's got nothing to do with any of the other churches or with the conference or anything. What you want, the direction you want this church to go in. I need to know from you what direction you want to take this church so I know how to proceed. So that's what's taking place uh, uh, next week besides our anointing service. Be a good day to anoint people and uh, we'll be collecting the votes on uh, uh, the 6th. With the voting, there'll be a ballot inside. There'll be a ballot shown next Sunday at the question time. I didn't say question and answers because I'm not sure I will have all the answers that you may be looking for. Uh, we'll have the ballot, show you what the ballot's going to look like. It's a uh, preliminary vote. We're not, we can't be held to this in, in any way. If whatever direction that you, that you tell me you want to go in may, may determine that we have to have a few more meetings, not during church, uh, church conferences uh, with our district superintendent and with the bishop in order for if you decide to go this particular direction in order to proceed. If you decide to go in the other direction, we stay right where we are and the process has stopped. So that's what will take place uh, uh, next week. Whether you're here or not, the message will be given next, uh, uh, next, next Sunday. That's all I have, Paul. Thank you. All right, if we can have the children uh, come forward for the children's message now.
Imagine your favorite singer or your favorite sports guy or your favorite, you know, TV star. And they were coming to town and you knew they were coming. You wanted to like, see them. But everybody else wanted to see them too. And they lined the streets and you couldn't see over people to see that guy or that person, right? Wouldn't you try to do something so you could be a little higher? Yeah. Maybe you'd try to you know, get on somebody's shoulders or jump up and down, right? Well, in the Bible, there's this guy named Zacchaeus. And he heard that this famous guy named Jesus was coming to town. He was short. Couldn't see. He's behind everybody's jumping up and down, jumping up. Couldn't see. He saw a tree. So he climbed that tree. He was up in the tree over everybody's head. Then he could see Jesus. He thought, problem solved, right? Now, a little backstory. He wasn't a very nice guy. He wasn't a nice guy at all. He was the guy nobody wanted to see coming. He would collect money from them that they didn't really have, and it was illegal sometimes. And he was it, he just wasn't a good guy. He broke the law, but he never got in trouble for it with people running the, the town. Well, you see, Jesus is coming down, and Zacchaeus is up in this tree. Just because he wants to check and see Jesus. And Jesus is looking around, and there's all these people around. Jesus, Jesus! And Jesus looks up in the tree, and he sees Zacchaeus. He says, hey, Zacchaeus, come on down from there. We're going to your house. We're going to have lunch. Well, Zacchaeus never met this guy. Never, never met Jesus before. And he goes, oh, okay. He comes down. You know what the people in the crowd probably thought? He's lucky? Yeah. But they knew Zacchaeus was a bad guy in their eyes. And they're like, hey, wait a minute. We're the good people. He's the no good guy. Why are they going? Why is he going to his house? He's going down, Zacchaeus. We're going to your house. Zacchaeus goes to takes Jesus to his house. And he had such a change of heart, you know, the bad stuff he did. He looked at Jesus and he said, hey, Jesus, I'm giving away half of everything I own. To the poor. And I'm going to pay back everybody that I stole from. And I'm going to give them even more money than I took from them. Now, that kid starts out a bad guy, ends up a good guy, simply because he let Jesus into his house and into his heart. Yeah. And you know what? It doesn't matter what kind of person we are right here. Maybe yesterday we did some nasty <coughs> stuff. Yeah? Maybe even this morning. Maybe we didn't do what we were supposed to do. But guess what? Jesus will forgive us anytime we ask. And he'll say, all you have to do is open your heart, and I'm there. And I can change your world. And that's what he did with Zacchaeus. He knew Zacchaeus wasn't a good guy, but he thought, I'm going to give this guy a chance. He went into Zacchaeus' heart into his home and into his heart. You know, there's a, a picture up here, right there. See that, that, that picture up there? You know what's missing from that picture? The doorknob. There really isn't a doorknob. What's Jesus doing in that picture? Look what he's doing. He's knocking, right? That's the way Jesus works. He's not just going to force his way in. He wants you to open that door from the inside. He wants you to say, come on in, Jesus. I want you in here. He'll knock. He'll say, hey, let me in. But you have to be the one to open that door. You have to be the one that says, okay, God, come in. I'm not perfect, and I don't know what to do or where to go, but I'm going to open that door and see what, see how you can change me. So whenever I look at that picture, I always say, gosh, I wish there'd be a door knob there so he could force his way into my life sometimes. But we have to be the one on the other end and say, I want you to come in. I don't know what we'll do or how you're going to do it, because sometimes... I feel so terrible and broken. I don't think anybody can fix me. But if you open that door from the inside, once you let him in, just like you did for Zacchaeus. Let's say a little prayer. Dear Lord, there are times in our life when we don't think we measure up, when we don't think we're we're good enough, we're tall enough, we're smart enough, we're big enough, we are, uh, you know, the kind of person you want us to be. But always keep knocking on our hearts. Always keep asking to be let in. And give us the courage on the other end of that door, just to open up that door, let you into our hearts, let you into our lives, and you'll make that difference as long as we're willing to let you in. Amen.
Did anybody have any joys this week? Anything joyful happen in your life? Way in the back. Dalton got his black belt in karate. Who did? Dalton. Remind me to stay away from him. Does he like the candles? Yes. Oh, he does? Oh, I better walk way far behind him. What are you doing back here? Blowing my nose. Oh, blowing your nose. Well, that's important. You know, that's, uh, you know, you have to do things like, did you do it on camera? No? Oh, darn. Uh, so that was it for the joys. Got his black belt. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I celebrated Your 50th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. 50th. Well. Any other joys? Joy, joy, joy. Up here? Up here. Who had a joy? Oh, I had a joy. Just... Twenty-two wonderful years together. What else would you expect them to say? Put that put that adjective in there. Wonderful. <laughs> Very good. Congratulations. Twenty-two years. Oh, I'm not doing that for applause. I'm not doing that for applause. I'm just doing that as a nervous stick. I'll remember that from now on in the future. If I want to applause, I'll just do this. Any other joys? How about the uh, concerns? Any concerns? June? Or your son, Thomas? Good Samuel LaBarber. Adagio and strings for those who are listening at home. Yes? And Red wanted something too. Red raised his hand. Oh, he forgot it was up there. I think he was pulling his sleeve. Oh, oh, okay. But he's gonna get a brother or sister hopefully this week. With red hair? Oh, you never know. You know, you don't know. 
until that until that day he or she may not have to get their hair dyed red they may come out red-headed one doesn't know he thinks I'm kidding uh, any other uh, joints joy 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 how'd the football team do uh, Friday night you don't want to talk about it whisper to me what was the score 42 to 37. That, that's a lot of points there for, well, move, move. Okay, that's the same. One, two, three, five points you lost. In the <laughs> Any other uh, joys? Not that that was a joy, but... Uh, no? Well, I had a joy uh, uh, last Sunday, the last service of the day, with the bishop. The bishop, the bishop came. And uh, I don't mind saying this on the internet, I, I finally had interaction with the bishop. And the first interaction I had with her, I'm walking downstairs and I see the district superintendent and he points to, points to me and says, Bruce would know, and out comes the bishop and she wants to know where the restrooms are. My first encounter with a bishop. Oh, down the hall to the right. Uh, uh, and, and then she was sitting, I was surprised at how young she was. Boy, I've only seen her from a distance of a couple hundred yards. This was face to face. How young she, young she is, and she. I have to explain this at the, at the where am I now? At Dunlow. Uh, while she was sitting up next to me on the higher step, she had her iPad with her, and she was doing things on it. I'm sitting there thinking, my goodness, she's checking her emails. And come to find out what she was getting up on her impad or, or the iPad was the order of the service. She was getting up the affirmation of faith, the hymns that we sang, and, and the prayers that were being offered. And I leaned over to her and I said, you have everything on there, don't you? And she says, yes. Can you get in touch with the CIA through that? And she said, no, no, can't do that, no. So that was a, a joy to finally meet a, a bishop. Okay, so let us, let us pray. Let us come together into our into uh, our prayer, our our uh, uh, atmosphere of prayer, and we'll raise our voices up to God Almighty, so He can hear what's uh, what's on our mind. So let us pray. I know, Lord, that You have commanded me to love You with all my heart and all my strength. This is the level of devotion that you deserve in every way. I am drawn to love you by the virtue and goodness of your own nature. I am drawn to love you even more by the kindness you have shown us, giving us life, ransoming our souls, and leading us to the eternal joys you have prepared for us who serve you. Loving you is the goal for which we were created. Therefore, I can have no happiness apart from loving you. Dear Lord, we pray for our law enforcement personnel, the military that are stationed throughout the world, especially our own second lieutenant, Carl Smith, health workers, and we want to add to that list now, firefighters. We pray for the leaders of our country, community, and church. And we extra pray for the difficult time our country seems to be going through. And we pray for the situation in Ukraine and what's happening throughout the world because of this war in Ukraine. We pray for the health issues that many members of the congregation are, are having, to, having to deal with. We pray for the well-being and safety of our youth. And we pray for the good health and well-being of the members of this congregation, their families, friends, and neighbors. We also pray for any difficulties, troubles, problems, concerns, uncertainties that any member of this congregation is, is going through. We pray for Thomas, Lisa Schaefer, Janet Villa, Colleen, and a, a baby. And we pray for uh, Michelle, who's having surgery, and we pray for Jean Ivanko. You've heard these prayers, dear Lord. Now, if a name has, has been made known to the people in the congregation while we were praying, let them say that name out loud now.
Dear Lord, let us bring our, our prayer time with you to a close by praying together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Would our ushers please come forward for the presentation of God's tithes, our gifts, and offerings. gracious God in heaven, we thank you for this opportunity to come and worship you on this fourth Sunday of the month of October. We ask that you accept these tithes and gifts and offerings that have come from the members of this congregation to be used with the help of your church here in Sidman and with the spreading of your word throughout the internet community. We thank you, dear Lord, for all of us, and we pray it all in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, Master, Teacher, and Friend. Amen. Lectionary reading for next week is being read today because something else is happening next week. So this is chapter 19, verses 1 through 10. You've already heard it in the children's uh, message. Now you're going to hear it from the, uh, from the Bible. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree, fig tree, to see him, since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to utter, He has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I, have, I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. These are words to live by, the words of God. Thanks be to God. 
Now today's uh, message is a uh, I've never I've never what's this? I've never uh, had to uh, in 13 years of being a pastor I've never had to give a uh, or the situation never has arose I wish it hasn't never arose because I don't like being put in the position I have to be in next week is a preparation message for next week <laughs> and it's called likeness versus light. I'm sorry, darkness versus light. Imagine living in a world of darkness. Just think what a light bulb would do in such a world. Think how it would be valued. Well, Jesus was such a light. The Son of Man has come to seek and save the lost were the words of Jesus. Zacchaeus thought that he had found Jesus on his very own. But it was Jesus who found, found Zacchaeus. You may think that you were the one who found Jesus, but it's Jesus who found you, no matter where you are. Zacchaeus didn't know that he was reaching out for the love of God. Neither do you. Which prompts us to say, reach. Because his love is within your grasp. If we think we have been saved from sin and its consequences, we had better rethink it again. God offers to save sinner Zacchaeus from sin and its consequences is the deepest expression of love. It shows what Jesus' ministry is all about to lead to God those whom others have given up on. Jesus doesn't write off those who remain open to God. We are blinded from seeing and experiencing the love of God because our sinful nature blocks the light of God from shining into our hearts. Zacchaeus was wealthy, but not happy. Matthew 6:23 says, "If your eye is unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness." John 3:19 says, and this is the judgment that the light has come into the world and people loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. However, when God puts light into our hearts, he will and he will if we just ask him and be open enough to receive it. He will make us aware of his light and his glory through his son Jesus Christ. And you just can't say to God, just put a little bit of light on certain parts of, my, of me, God. No, he puts light into your heart, and it's on everything. He sees everything then and there. 2 Corinthians 4, 6 says, For it is the God who said, let light shine out of darkness. There's no darkness when you shine a light on it. Take a flashlight and go into a dark room and shine a light on it. There's no darkness there. It might be around it, but not in that beam of light. Who has, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ? Ephesians 5, verse 8. For once you were darkness, but now in the Lord you are light. Live as children of light. There's always a human response when the word of God is heard and shared with others. We respond because God is remaking our inner being through his love. Our spirit is not only searching for his word and love, desiring his word and love, but also in hungering for his word and love. So go and seek out the word of God because you will be a better person in doing so. There should be people from here who are attending besides Linda and Denton the Bible study. They're the only ones who attend. And they come to uh, Dunlow. That's why there's nothing offered here at Sydney. It was offered here at Sydney, but only one, one, one person now was here. That was all. And that person suggested that we combine it. So I did. But nobody from here comes except the Dunlow, those two. That's all. They're desiring for the word of God. 
Zacchaeus' relationship with Jesus shows how one who comes to God gets more than they expected. Now, how does this happen? By placing our resources into his service rather than into our service. Zacchaeus demonstrated his response to Jesus by his outward action brought on by his inner change. He showed by his deeds that he was a changed man. We must do more than just follow Jesus in our heads and hearts alone. We must show our Father by changed behavior. The issue is not Zacchaeus' conversion, but unfair and harsh judgments of the crowd who saw Zacchaeus as a sinner. When we respond to the light, we will start being changed. Don't fight the change. For when we leave this life, we will become better equipped for the life to come. Now this story summarizes the entire meaning of that sermon and next week. This was an essay written by George Orwell, the writer, author of 1984, Animal Farm, who was giving us a graphic illustration of the lostness that humans feel. A wasp was sucking jam on a plate, was cut in half, not the jam, the wasp. The wasp paid no attention, no attention, and went on with its meal, while a tiny stream of jam trickled out of its severed throat. Grab <laughs> the people on the internet, they're interested now. <laughs> Only when the wasp tries to fly away did it understand the serious thing that had happened. The wasp and people without Christ have much in common. Being separated from their souls, being greedy and unaware of people, continue to consume life's sweetness. Only when it's time to fly away will they understand their serious condition. Not until then. Let us pray. As the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return to it until watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Amen. Let us now stand and sing our hymn of comfort, Leaning on the Everlasting Arms, number 354 in our hymn book or on the screen.
seek Jesus because that's the only way he will find you. May the light of God shine in your heart and shine from your heart. And may you be joyful in knowing that God is remaking your inner being to his love. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, be with you and remain with you from this day forward. And go and earn your day. And all God's children said, Amen. Amen.